Um, yeah, so um, Ines, it's no, Ines Andres, yeah. is that right? Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, say, oh, so sorry. Go on, so it's Ines Andres, is that right? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> um, so Ines, I, um, I'm going to let you take the floor for a bit actually because um, I want people to hear who you are, who you work for, what some of the things you're passionate about and then we're going to sort of explore our conversations a little bit more which I'm really okay. excited about. So I'm going to let you take the floor now and then just tell everybody who you are um, and where you're from and all of those things. I'll just start with the basics. Uh, my name is Inez and I'm living in Belgium. Um, it's a new city uh, I'm living at for the last six weeks. Um, I'm 33 years old and um, I'm a recruiter in IT. Um, I had a special way getting there. Um, I have experience in web development myself. I worked for a major tourism company and I was responsible there, everything web-based for to do a rebranding and name change. And that's where I got my experience within ITEA. And then I moved on within the same uh, company into recruitment. And then I helped recruit pilots. And wow. um, yeah, that's a huge difference, huge job change. But um, I loved it, the recruitment part, because you talk to people every day, you get to know people. Um, I worked for a certain company, so I had the brand in mind. I could select people based on that brand. And now the work I do is more consultancy. Um, I'm looking for people who want to do consultancy within IT, of course. And that's a, a tad different than recruitment because um, mm. you don't hire them internally, but you hire them to, ex to uh, export to other companies, yeah. to place them at other companies. So the mentality is a bit different. You really need flexible people uh, who are willing to do another job every three months, six months, depending on the contract, of course. Yeah, so I guess it's sort of different set of people, different, yeah. um, you know, conversations you're having on a regular basis. Yeah. That's interesting. So what I wanted to focus on today, so, you know, the listeners may or may not know, um, but obviously I've connected with, with, with um, Inez before and we've had a chat and we've just bounced off each other and we had such a wonderful yeah. conversation about you know, meaningful conversations, wasn't it? Um, it yeah. was meaningful conversations with individuals, how we really make an impact when we speak to people. And actually, it's not goal-driven. It's not transactional. Yeah. And that lent me to really get thinking about how we can explore this episode and make it insightful for us to really sort of let everybody know that actually recruitment isn't that bad and um, sometimes you find a recruiter that really cares about you and will want the very best for you rather than um, you know just out of their own you know in a selfish um, viewpoint and that that best for you may may mean not giving you the job not putting you forward for the job or um, you know or helping you in another way that doesn't benefit the recruiter and there is a few as a, there's a few of us about isn't there yeah, there is. <laughs> when we meet each other it's always a fireworks of conversation and happiness etc so that's always really great and it's one of my drivers is to try and collaborate with so many people in this, this industry um, and that's sort of HR managers diversity and inclusion leaders uh, recruiters 
global talent leaders, it's important because you get a varied scope of, of, of how candidates are feeling, what the industry looks like. And, you know, it's always nice to make a connection. So it is, um, it is isn't it? Um, so I'm just going to just start off, I guess, in sort of the topic is how have we made a difference in people's lives? So in terms of stories and things like that, so I could turn around and say that, you know, very quick story. I, I, ha- I had a contractor once who would, who in my eyes was a very experienced contractor. He had been, you know, interviewing and doing his job over and over again for many years. I come along, say, look, I've got this wonderful yeah. job for you. And he comes and speaks to me. And, but because it was a job that he really, really wanted and it was industry that he really wanted to be in, suddenly a lot of anxiety came into play. All of yeah. these it, you know, moments and insecurities and um, imposter syndrome, all of these things suddenly started to really develop inside of him. So every time he came and spoke to me after the call, he would feel, oh, I'm just so overwhelmed, Claire. I, I think I did really well. I don't know. And he would be really nervous. And of course, contradicting to what initially he was like with me when I first spoke to him. So there was two ways in which I could deal with that, which is speak to him and think, oh God, you know, he's, you know, he's supposed to be really yeah. good, but he's this. Or the other way and think, well, actually, what is my job to do? Is it my job to sort of listen to him and soundboard him and really try and uncover what he's feeling and yeah. how to create a a more uplifting outcome for him yeah and one of those points was well how do you think it went you know asking those questions and really developing his thought process about what happened and I think it's very common for individuals to feel this it's very common for us to read all the positives see one negative and focus on the negative isn't it yeah it is it is isn't it you probably felt that too maybe um of course that's that's part of being human I think yeah exactly and I think that and you know long story short lots of conversations lots of interviews um he actually got the job in the end and he was ecstatic about it and he was really pleased by it and he was even more happy about it one the fact that he felt that he got it on the value of his own self even though he was struggling with those anxieties he said to me specifically Claire if you weren't there talking me through all of these things and aligning my skills with the role and giving me that boost and that confidence, I probably would have felt, even if I would have offered the role, I would have felt a bit, still a bit insecure about whether I was right for it. Yeah, capable. Yeah. And you have really allowed me through that journey to continue that. Even if I didn't receive the offer, I would have still walked away feeling confident. And I want to thank you for that. And that made me feel amazing. Because I mean, obviously he's got the role. That's great, but he ma- it made me feel amazing because I've 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 been able to change, you know, made him feel more confident, have a positive and change experience. his perceptive, his his idea about the himself perhaps or how he yeah. did and yeah yeah. So um, so do you have similar situations and stories like that? For me, I just when I call somebody up, firstly, my first point is that I'm a recruiter. That's my job, but that's not who I am as a person. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's really important to, to really to get to know the employee or the contractor. And then afterwards, um, uh, have a look on what their, um, um, how should I say this? What their, their requirements are, for example, where they want to work, which area they want to work for what their uh, speciality. Oh no, how should I say um, 
well, no, speciality. Yeah, yeah, skills, I'm speciality. a bit nervous, sorry for that. No, you're, uh, you're amazing, I love it. No, it's like, um, actually two days ago, I changed my whole uh, way of talking to people on LinkedIn. Firstly, it was standard messaging, like, hi, I'm Inez, I'm a recruiter. Uh, the typical recruiter message that somebody sends. Mm. But now it's just like, hi, this is me. I'm doing this as a job. I'm looking for a long-term uh, relationship with somebody. Um, it, maybe I can't help you now, but maybe I can in a year. But would you like to get to know each other first? And then we can decide if we want to work together. And the last, since I've done that, I had so many replies on wow. LinkedIn. But like, really, um, normally if you send out 20 messages, if you're lucky, you get two replies. I got seven or eight of them. And that's really high on based on LinkedIn. And I had a lot of calls the last couple of days. Because, and it was so lovely to meet all those different people and really get into their life. And like, why are they a contractor? Why did they choose that specific job? It's really nice to hear the background of somebody, um, how the family family situation is. Information like that, I can, with, for example, if he tells me, oh yeah, I have a son and I have co-parenthood um, um, with uh, uh, of my son, that means that one week, every two weeks he has his son, so that means he needs flexible hours. It's, yeah. Some people think, why does she need all that personal information? But you get a lot of info from that. Like I know now that I have to look for a flexible job or remote work and stuff yeah. like that for him. And it was just so lovely. I think, I think it's so valuable what you've just said there, um, actually, because just by changing your approach to yeah. people, immediately gives them a better platform or a more yeah. um, comfortable, humble platform to start talking to them on. So when someone's trying to sell you something straight away, you are putting your guard up straight. It's like if, I mean, let's go back to dating. We're both girls. We've gone dating yeah. before. Or we've gone out and you've had some boy that's just sort of gone, you're fit or something like ridiculous. And you sort of yeah. straight away, your barriers up and you think, what, you know, who are you? Would you speak to your mum with that mouth? You know, um, it's a barrier straight away and you have this and it's no different from some um, a salesperson or a or, or recruiter typically going in saying this hello um, this and this is what I have this is what I have uh, if you're interested in this tell me about it there's a different way of speaking to people you've done a great thing here yeah Ed, you, you've gone around it a different way and I think what it is you've added an extra layer because ultimately you are as you said you are a recruiter so you want to be able to recruit people at some point, whether it's now or in future, but we don't need to have those conversations now. No. So you've just added an extra layer in there that has put them on a slightly more comfortable communication uh, journey with you. You don't, also don't know what they want. I had a guy, that's also one of my stories. I had a, I was talking to a man and he just got laid off and he was looking for something new. He was considering consulting. He was considering perhaps going as a contractor, but he didn't know where he, what he wanted. So I chatted with him for more than an hour. Wow. And if I really look purely on my work and goal driven, that's an hour wasted of my time. But it wasn't wasted. I helped him discover the possibilities. I know the market, I know the possibilities. Um, I've been in this game for a while now. I know what's going on. So I helped him. He's like, yeah, I would like to go that direction. So I send them like training courses he could fall. 
I, I did it. send him like contact persons I know within the market. And he was like, oh, this is amazing, but you don't get anything out of it. I was like, firstly, I had a lovely conversation. So I did have a good time with you. Um, and secondly, I don't know, the moment you decide to be a contractor, I know you will come back to me because I've helped you. We had a good connection. And I don't know if for sure he will become a contractor, but hey, that's but, life. But, Never but know. Let's look, at it, let's look at it in a different way. You know, he ultimately, what, what, what's happened here and what I always focus on is every single thing that you do is how, how you make somebody feel. If you're able to evoke an emotion in somebody or somebody evokes an emotion in you, it creates a memory. Okay. Or a small yes. difference. It's a difference. And it's that that you remember. It's that that you go back to. So if someone says to you, do you know, um, do you know a, a recruiter, um, the link will be with you because even though you might not be the perfect recruiter for them, the word recruiter, feel good, can I recommend, would be you because you've done that feeling. It always comes with a feeling and a change in their viewpoint of somebody. And that's what I, I think that's what I always go on as well is when I'm speaking to people, I don't always think, you know, what about this person? They may speak to somebody else you know, next week, a week late, and they may say, oh, well, actually, funny, you know, I was speaking to someone and they they needed a contractor. You might, yeah, you know, give Innes a, a call and she'd really help you out. We had a great conversation. Yeah, I've had connections like that. Like I'm talking to one contractor and he knows other people as well. And they just, oh, I have a friend who can do that skill, for example, Java development. Um, and then he just gives me the number. And uh, actually, I've been out on a date with that guy. <laughs> Yeah. There's so many different connections, I guess, that you could have. I think in terms of what I wanted to focus on as well was that mental health aspect and the the and also how the journey is going right now. While we're right in the middle of COVID, right in the middle of this kind of change of dynamic. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that don't have work, a lot of companies that are hiring, but also being quite selective. Um, yeah. And so I think there is a lot of anxiety around candidates speaking to individuals now and trying to sort of sell themselves enough, but also show that they're humble and that they, you know, but not be desperate. And God, it's a bit confusing. And I think it's, um, it's challenging. What sort of situations have you come across recently while, you know, sort of hiring and recruiting in in the market has changed a lot since covid yeah before covid we had um war for talents a lot of companies were competing for one candidate um uh, who was really good at what is what he was doing and the candidate could ask his rate or his salary whatever he wanted because there was a lot of need for good development good uh, project managers, for example, uh, COVID happened, a lot of projects were stopped. So that meant a lot of people were available uh, all of a sudden. And now the rates, the, the, they went so low, it's ridiculous. Mm. Um, it's not really nice right now in the, in the um, consultancy, um, um, how should I say that? Life, for example, yeah. um, is because we, you have very skilled people who have uh, learned a lot, who have trained themselves, who have put a lot of effort in getting there. And they're not being um, rewarded for their knowledge. 
And now the companies, and I understand the companies as well. There was a lot of loss during COVID. And it's really good that they're starting up again and starting projects again. But we, we still need to see the value of that person. Mm. And that value vision has gone. It's gone. And now they just want low rates. They just want people higher at the lowest price possible. But sometimes it's not, somebody is worth that amount of money. Yeah. Yeah because, the they, market. yeah, because of the value, you know, you're paying for someone's years of experience, years, yeah. of, you know, that's what you're paying for. Um, I think maybe in the contractor market, yeah, it's definitely, it, you know, people are just looking at, you know, reducing as much as possible. Yeah. Um, in the perm side of things, I think maybe the, the value is still there in terms of who, who is, um, who's coming on board with, with companies, but definitely in the contract side of things, I think you're right. There is this element of, you know, we don't need to keep rates high anymore. We don't need, you know, the, you know, everyone's, you know, out for themselves. Um, it's a bit like that. I think, yeah. um, it is a shame to hear and speak to so many contractors that are struggling, um, to work because it's a real challenge because people all day long is, you know, would say contractors earn loads of money. They do this, they do this, you know, um, and yeah, there is contractors that earn lots of money and they've run a very successful business themselves. Um, but there's also contractors that have chosen to be a contractor because they want to advance their skill sets by working with different companies. So they've chosen that path. Yeah. Um, which means that they're a one person band in a limited company or they're, you know, and, and that's how they run. When they're not working, they're not earning. When they're not doing it, they're not doing anything. There's no other way of them doing that because, um, you know, that's their job. You know, that's who they are. So they've had to strip back. Um, and they also get anxious. And yeah. their, their mentality change in the fact that they start looking for jobs every day, applying for anything. Yeah. Yes. And that's not good. And I also advise them, select two days a week that are only for applying for jobs, going on interviews, because otherwise you will drive yourself crazy. Yeah. You'll like put alerts, every email you open, it will be about the job and monthly you won't have any rest. Yeah, you and also, that as yeah. Well. And I think you're right. I think, I mean, I think actually when you sit there and you think you're just, they're applying for everything, you're actually leaving yourself more open to disappointment, yeah. aren't you? Like if you sit there and suddenly say, well, I don't care what I have. I don't care what I do. I don't care what industry. And there's no um, governance in your search. Then what you do is you are opening the pool to be more disappointed. <laughs> you know, yeah. if, you know, if, if, um, if you send off to 10, you know, companies, which you don't care, you know, and they all respond and say, you know, and say, no, seven, seven of them respond and say, you're not good enough. That's going to feel worse than if yeah. you just applied to the three that were interested and you only got two back, you know, yeah. um, it's, it's a ratio, but it, it's difficult because somebody like, what advice would you give to somebody then, I guess, in, in this situation? So you said they're focus on two days a week. That's a really, really good, um, you know, option. Um, is that, is that, does that work? Do you think? Do you think people have adopted that? Is that a good way? What other advice do you have? Um, I also uh, like I advise them to have a look where they want to proceed in their um, job. Mm. Like, are there any skills extra you want to learn? Focus a bit on that. Like, for example, two days a week applying, one day a week studying extra, following courses online, for example. Like, just improve yourself. But that guy I was talking to a couple of days ago, he had kids as well. I was like, you know, you're home now. Enjoy that time. You're a contractor. You're always working. You have provided, you calculated this time off. 
you, if you're a good contractor or you're financially stable, you know there's always a buffer zone. It's like yeah. the, the between two jobs. And they calculated that in their price. I was like, enjoy that moment now, but now you're losing precious time with your kids because you're applying constantly and you're not feeling well, you're getting anxious. Just say, calm down a bit, let it go a bit, and then everything will turn out as it's supposed to be. And I'm here as well to help you in that process. That's part of my job as well, to, to provide you with possibilities, with opportunities. And, and Yeah, and also those opportunities aren't necessarily just jobs. Opportunities no. should be also seen as your mind changing. That's an opportunity, yeah. an opportunity to see something differently, to feel something, to be open to something else. That is what an opportunity is. It doesn't have to be a job opportunity. It could be an opportunity to be given a different vision of something yeah, else. And indeed. Thing, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I really love those conversations. Um, that is what gives me the energy in my job. Uh, if you have those chats with people, learn the people behind the job. That's what I say. It's like yeah. you get a bit their personal information. You can help them or maybe just change them in a small little bit. Like like the teeniest bit you can help them. That is so... It's so I, I just think it's yeah I just I absolutely love listening to you I just think you're so super positive and I just um I really really like listening to you and I could talk to you all day long um and I love that expression what... I love that expression you you uh you reap what you sow yeah and it is like that if you don't sow anything you won't reap <laughs> exactly. my whole life <laughs> this is it um but you also don't you in your personal life you do um Knitting, is it knitting or something yeah. like you do? Yeah. I love it. I love it. If anyone's listening and you want to explore any kind of world of knitting, definitely <laughs> go and follow Ines on her um her YouTube channel um yes. And, yes. and listen to her. But yeah, she's um yeah, yes, very she. very very informative about different materials as well. Um yeah. what material are you using at the moment? Um just um a hundred percent merino yarn I'm using. I call myself a yarn addict, actually. <laughs> <laughs> my bank account, whenever I go to a yarn shop, my bank account is not happy. I can spend a hundred quid in five minutes. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I love it though. But you did mention to me once that you did speak to a candidate, didn't you? That Yeah. That, that, was, that is actually really funny as well. Uh, he was a system engineer and he, I was looking for people for, to hire for a certain position. And I saw that he has, on his uh, private time, he runs an online yarn shop. <laughs> and for me, I was like, oh my God, this is it. Instead of talking about the, the system engineer position. That's out the window. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, I saw that you have an online web shop, yarn. I love yarn. And I was so enthusiastic about it. And we've actually been working together for selecting certain kinds of yarn. And that person is such a good connection right now. And all because I started talking about my love of yarn and and I, he said it to me, you're, you're not a typical recruiter. No, no, I'm not. But we did, I didn't get, I didn't have, um, the position wasn't right for him because he's just started a new, um, new job himself. But I know the moment he's looking for something new, he will think of me. And yeah, that's just, I love just it. the way yeah. it works. 
I think that's so good. I think I've definitely had conversations with people that have lasted way, way more than 15, 20 minutes, you know, yeah. going, definitely going into the hour where we've discussed, you know, more personal aspects of our life, what we like and what we don't like. And they are the bit where every time that I have a call like that, it's the one thing for me that completely lifts all of my senses. Yeah. So if I feel a bit low, so I suffer from, you know, different elements of mental, I can suffer from, you know, um, imposter syndrome. Sometimes I feel a bit uncomfortable about certain things. Do I have the right skills, etc.? Um, you know, am I coming across in the way that I'd like, am I being liked all of these things? Am I being judged? You know, it's a lot of anxiety that comes on all at once. And so when I have a conversation where it, it develops like that, I know I, I walk away from that conversation and everything in my day feels so much better. Even from that one yeah. conversation, you know, if I'm making a cup of coffee, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm making a cup of coffee. If I'm doing this, I'm just feeling like so much more bouncy yeah. about, you know, the day because I've, I've interacted really, really well. And I felt like that after me and you had a conversation. Um, and I really enjoyed listening to you and just, you know, chatting along. And I think next time I'm in Belgium, I'm, I'm literally going to swing by you and meet of your course. new cat and, um, and definitely have a chat and go out and, and you can, ex you can show me a bit more of the sites, I guess, in, in Belgium that I've, then I've, I've not actually seen much of it, only a little bit of it. Um, and I'm sure there's much more. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I think it's right. I think it's really nice when people like me and you connect it gives you a boost the energy boost it's like you're on high you like you really feel um uh, complete that's for me when i have those conversations with people i feel like yes i did something i i, I was a part of their lives like the guy yesterday he was on the phone and he needed um um to get money out of the the wall and where he was at, he, there was no bank around. So I, I heard the voices in the background. So I immediately was on Google Maps looking. I was, where were you exactly? Typed in the, the street name. Okay, okay, there's actually a bank just around the corner. And he was like, really, did you hear all of that? I was like, yeah, why not? I'll, you know, just where are you, right? Go to the left and then again, and then there's a bank. And he was like, that is the weirdest, weirdest conversation I had. But I'm behind my phone. It was raining. He was standing in the middle of the road. He was looking for a bank in a city he didn't know. That is, yeah, yeah I love me. it. I love it. That is I, think who I, am. I think that's the perfect end to our conversation because I think in terms of, you know, we can explore this further and I'd love to continue exploring this further and listening to the stories. Um, one of the focuses here with the second series of the recruiting superiors is to sort of try and keep them as segments that people can listen to as they walk along or they're going to work or they're doing a little walk or just something like that. And I really, for me, it has to be uplifting and all about how, other stories, normal stories just yeah. happen. And, you know, it's always good listening to podcasts where people are super uplifting and doing like miles ahead of you and thinking, and you're like, oh yeah, one day. But actually what's even more exciting is actually listening to people and people saying, I suffer from the same thing or yeah. yes, that's, that's been an issue or, you know, or how have I overcome it? And um, I know that I have overcome certain things just by talking to people. And I know yeah. that you did as well. You know, you've, you've overcome certain <laughs> things and you've had it made positive um, impacts on your own self from, from, you know, certain things that have happened to you. And I just think yeah. that when you're speaking to people as a recruiter, um, 
to make you stand out from the rest and to make this world a better place in the space that we're in. Yeah. Um, it is to create those lovely positive uh, connections that allow people to think and change and opportunize their feelings, I guess. And um, when you feel positive and it, you see things differently. Let's, yeah, let's, don't you? even on the phone, people can hear your smile on the phone. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird thing. But if you're positive on the phone, people can hear that in the tone of your voice, for example, you're making a joke in between. It's an uplifting conversation. Then when you pick up the phone and somebody is being harsh to you, yeah, you know, you give it to the next person as well. So I'd rather be positive and happy and friendly. I'm not always like that, but during my job, that's my main goal. Yeah. So it's really well, amazing. I think so um, in terms of, um, you know, time and stuff like that, we'll definitely, definitely um, carry it on at another point for sure. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed listening to Ennis and, um, you know, I certainly have. And, and please do link in with her. I'll put all of her details in the show notes and stuff like that. So you can have a little look and also give, get a better understanding of who she is and what she does. And, and maybe if you're a contractor um, that's looking for a new opportunity within IT and um, you are based around Belgium or surrounding areas, then give her a shout. She is more than welcome. And if you maybe, maybe if you've got something to do with yarn, she would yeah. <laughs> she'd be your best yeah. friend. Who knows? Who knows? Um but yeah, very much. I really enjoyed speaking with you today. Um, yeah, me too. And um like I said it's always a lovely chat. Absolutely, absolutely. But it's a bye from now and hopefully um we can connect again. I'll see you later. Bye. See you later. Bye.